Happy Vibes. Sweet Connections. The Groove. Now, no one wants to ever find themselves in a situation where they're trapped in the middle of nowhere and they have to do whatever is possible to survive. I mean, a lot of people laugh about some of the ancient Chinese traditions. I mean, I remember the first time I heard about drinking your own urine, I was like, no, isn't that what people do when they're stuck in the middle of the desert, right? And you have nothing to drink, so you have to just try and take your urine until you find a source of water. But apparently, it's something that has been done for thousands of years because there's so many nutrients and vitamins that we pass out in our urine that our body reabsorbs if you drink your own urine. Uh, I'm not about to try that. No, thank you. But there's some people, I guess, who try, right? But when you find yourself in a situation where you have to survive, there's no telling what you will do. Now, back in 1972, the survivors of a plane crash in the Andes Mountains had to do extreme things to survive. Mm? And they recently reunited after 50 years and again were forced to tell their story. I'm sure many of them never want to go back to this. They never want to relive this. But this happened on a Uruguayan flight, that's 571, and it was recorded in the best-selling book Alive, the Story of the Andy Survivors by Pierce Paul Red, which was made into a movie in 1990. I remember this story very clearly because I watched the movie and I was actually horrified. So what happened is there was a rugby team and supporters who boarded a chartered flight. It was very expensive for everyone to go <laughs> on a commercial flight. So they decided to charter a flight. Uh, it was the rugby players, their family, friends, of course the coach. And 45 of them boarded the plane and took off into the night. Unfortunately, during the flight, the pilot veered off course in a dense fog before he crashed into the snowy Andes Mountains. Now this led to the horror story that people cannot get over where to survive they had to resort to cannibalism now most times when you hear about cannibals right serial killers or you hear about some old tribe or i don't know what but we all know and agree that mm, it's not the way to go eating your fellow human beings why would you go there but in their case they had to even though they crashed in the mountains and there was lots of luggage and suitcases it was number one, freezing cold with the temperatures dropping to as low as minus 22 degrees. Mm-hmm. And then that means your body has to work even harder to keep you warm. The plane broke in half. Some people died in their seats. Some people were, you know, thrown out of the plane. And there were a few survivors. The very first night, actually, five more people died. So as you can imagine... They're there in the middle of mountains, all around them, mountains, no vegetation, no trees, in the suitcases, lots of cigarettes and uh, alcohol, apparently. (laughs) Guess a young team, rugby players, they were looking to have a great time. And that's what they had. I think there were only a few chocolate bars between them. And in no time, hunger started to hit. They started to realize, okay, there's some people who are going to die from the injuries. 
But for the rest who miraculously survived, mm, for the rest who were stuck up there and could not be seen from above because the plane was white, they were stuck in the middle of snowy-capped mountains, they started to realize they were going to die of hunger. And eventually, they looked at eating their family and friends. I know it sounds so wrong that even though people are criticizing them till today, they had to survive somehow. And that is how we're even able to hear this story, to learn about the tragedy. So um, they looked at the corpses, the dead bodies, and they figured the only way they would make it, they would survive. I mean, you don't want to die of hunger. I can't even imagine the thought. There's some people, if they don't eat for a day, they can't function. They're miserable. They're angry. They're, you know, just grumpy. Imagine in the middle of nowhere, no food. And the only option you have is your fellow human beings. So they had to eat the bodies of the deceased. And the 16 survivors made this choice together. It wasn't a matter of turning on each other. But when they were reliving these memories and talking about it, the idea seems like it was repugnant. I mean, for you to be eating human flesh... Um, they did say it was hard to put in their mouth to begin with, but eventually they got used to it. And if anything, they're looking at the fact that their friends and their family helped them survive. They helped to nourish them and keep them alive. Tough times, right? Extreme measures to survive. Let's go! RX Radio.